Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offers the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big suck Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you CM Punk. Oh, I heard your little uh confirmation also. Uh welcome back to the No Gimmick Seated Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Andy, and joining me is my co-host, not Deion Sanders Prime Time. Y'all just mean the P-R-I-M-E. We're back here. Sorry for missing last week's podcast uh, because last week was mostly just going to be a recap of everything that happened at SummerSlam. And I was just like, yo, me and Prime need to take a break because we definitely was just going back and forth and trying to record all this wrestling stuff. Of course, he tried to do all his content and I was trying to just keep up with everything else on my channel as well. But uh, now we decided to come back, got the podcast going and... uh, yeah, so we're here, and also, I do want to apologize first right now, because we didn't do the Wednesday Night War for the past two weeks, and we know there's going to be a new NXT coming up, so I don't necessarily know if I'm going to continue the Wednesday Night War format, how am I going to change it, if I'm just going to do an NXT review with AEW, because I really don't think I want to do NXT by itself. I really don't know. So, that's something that me and Prime had to discuss. I did miss Dynamite on Friday. I, I needed some I needed some money, and I was like, let me go out here and DoorDash. And I came back, and I was just like, I was I was so busy working on stuff like for YouTube. I was like, I, I actually missed Dynamite. I mean, I died of Rampage. So I do plan on coming back next next week and recording our review for Rampage. Also, so uh, probably you know. Help me out with that and all that stuff like that. So I want to get out of the way and everything like that. Also, I hope you guys enjoy uh, Power Day, uh, Power Rangers Day. I put some I put reviews out on Saturday at Prime AC. I hope you did check them out. My Power Rangers review from 2017 and from 1995. And uh, also... Oh, oh, we skipped ni- oh, skip 97? Yeah, we ain't do Turbo. <laughs> we, 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 we ain't do Turbo. And on, on, Michael Jackson's Jackson's birthday, I know how much a fan I am. So I don't know if you checked him out, Prime, but I put up our Remember the Time review Mm -hmm. and our Bear review. Do you you remember when we did those? I remember doing Smuggle Criminal and uh, Thriller. So, so wait, maybe we did all four, actually. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I I said, did you you hear what, what I put it up? I don't know if you heard yourself or not. I was like, yeah, this is for a while ago. 
Yeah, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so I was thinking about putting up Moonwalker a little bit later, and besides, I ran out of time. Well, I can't stay up and edit this whole thing right now. So, uh, but yeah, so you guys can go check, go check that out if you guys are fans of Mike or if you guys are fans of Power Rangers, stuff like that. But now when it comes to the wrestling, I will be this week going back to the 2K videos and trying to do something to keep the, you know, the talk and everything up while we're waiting on more news from two can anything like that so before we get into the podcast we also got to make sure that we uh go out to our sponsors here spacesfully.com which we are a part of to help black businesses out here all across the city of philadelphia and uh check out the content they have on there as the lulu pop plus one the lulu pop horror show mark and dark show uh both sides and um doing business with mark randall also, check out the Nerd Culture stuff on there as well. The No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast, Nerd Gas and Talk Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, Drunk Thoughts, which we are uh, we have finished Season 2. So Prime is on Season 2, so we're about to go into the editing booth this week so we can have a fall release. So stay tuned for all them episodes. I am excited about them, Jones. Okay, so uh, <clears throat> make sure... You know, uh, we see them, we talk about them, and all that stuff like that. And uh, make sure you guys check us out on all the podcasts, as such as Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Make sure you guys check us out on YouTube Premium as well. And also, make sure you check out my main man, Prime Times Podcast, the Prime Nostalgia Podcast, because Prime, tell them the episode we did this past Friday. Uh, this week, you actually was on our episode. We did a. Um the we did a Michael Jackson music video bracket and it came out great, I think. I yeah, won. It I did. was definitely honestly though, I, I thought you was gonna do it differently though, but I, I was cool for what happened. What you thought I was gonna do different what come on but, no, 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 no 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 but this, I thought because Mike got a lot of videos, and I thought she was going to, you know, do like the ultimate because you, you put some Jackson stuff in there and all his other videos. I thought she was gonna take like you know. Half the half the great ones, obviously, and put them in one tournament and take the other. Oh, half. we're doing part one and part two. That's what we're doing. But no, no, that's, that's what I'm saying because now we used up all the great videos in part one. They ain't that, exactly. They, they ain't no many great <laughs> videos Bro, in part girl, two. Can you feel it? Uh, don't stop till you get enough, and all that. Bro, none of that is beaten. She's out of my life. <laughs> that, uh, please see. None of that is beating what we beat, what we, what we selected in round one. You know, but that. they're not gonna go head to head. We're just doing another one because obviously everybody knows the main ones. So I wanted to do a full episode of the ones that are not so mainstream, just to get attention on. All right, do you mind if I come back for that one? Sure. Whenever we do it, uh, we might do it like either the next the day he died or something something related to Mike. So. Oh man, the day he died. Wait till next year for that one. Well, we we do two 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 Michael Jackson specific episodes a year, and then if anything else we'll add it, then then yeah. Okay, I'm about, I'm about to make up some non nostalgic Michael Jackson did just so we can have it. Like today was the day Michael Jackson did his first I don't know spin, you know. <laughs> but yeah, check that stuff out and check out the Prime Conversations that's coming back uh, uh coming back as well. So we do all that great content. Season two coming coming this month. September or yeah, September, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So check all that great stuff out. You know, there's gonna be more reviews. I got plenty of coming out this week, so make sure you guys check check for that. So let's get on into 
the wrestling stuff here. Uh, I, let's see what I want to start out with. So, why, we don't might as well start out with some of the stuff that happened on what I call just a bad week of wrestling after SummerSlam. Okay, so we we got Raw. I know me and Prime don't watch Raw no more. I catch the highlights on YouTube, but I don't waste my time watching Raw. I don't even do that. <laughs> I try to come back so I can talk to somebody about it. And uh, I, I did that. I mean, I like how they try to push Damian Priest, but uh, The Miz and Morrison broke up. You know, so there's no more. Again? Morrison. So let me get The Miz turned on Morrison? Yes, of course. You know how that happened. Of course. Happened. He turned course. on Morrison. Morrison now. Supposed to have a match with him uh, the money, the, the, you know, this Monday, but I don't know if it happened or not. Uh, then, Karrion Cross debuts on Raw, and people was just like, like he's hunting for Ninja Turtles, because he did come on there looking like Shredder. And I was like, you had something. Karrion Cross did not need to be bothered with, and Vince got his hands on him. and just, It's not going to last long, because you know the helmet's not going to get over, the mask's not going to get over, and they're going to make him drop the shit anyway. And he's going to be like how uh, T-Bar is. Okay, because you should—they should not have messed with Dijakovic, and then they messed him up so bad to where I don't even take him seriously anymore. Uh huh. Like if he was to go back to Dijakovic and still doing this T-bar stuff, it's just not the same. Like you had a good person that you didn't mess with, you brought him up way too early to do nothing with him. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, it's um. <clears throat> it is bad. It's, 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 but can you believe that though? Like we could be getting like Damian Priest versus Dijakovic for the U.S. Championship or something, or Ricochet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 All right, you, no. You. No. You. You're absolutely right. And he just squandered all that shit. He squandered all that shit, and it, it, it bothers me. Uh. So the, you know, it it wasn't a lot of good shit that came out of. Monday Night Raw, which is never good. Oh, the only thing that everybody see like the fans kind of enjoyed was um, RK, RK Bro, which is the thing going on. Oh, I thought she was. Like, <laughs> Rhea Ripley don't Rhea Ripley is like the, her feud with Charlotte. It seemed like came to an end, and she never got her win back. So I was like, well, they don't give a fuck about Rhea. Oh, speaking of Charlotte, this is the only thing I seen from Raw. She got into a shoot. She did what? She got into a shoot. But who? Nia Jax. This is the only thing I have seen from Raw. Oh, are you talking, talking about this 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 Monday? Yes. So oh, so what happened? I mean, I guess Charlotte. I don't. Whatever happened, Charlotte just slapped her. Nia Jax was like, and then Charlotte slapped her again, and Nia Jax pushed her, and then they just later just started shooting on each other, start punching each other in the face for real, and then uh. Nia Jax gave her like a bat body drop and then just dropped her on her shoulder and then it was kind of awkwardly just trying to get receipts back and forth. Wow. So yeah, I don't I don't know. Oh yeah, I I I I will check it out later uh probably later on because um I see. I, I I was getting my son ready for school because he he starts school tomorrow, so uh, I didn't get a chance to go go back and uh, see any of that. But um, yeah. So that basically was 
what happened on on, on Raw, Elias is, is coming out and he's trying to be a new Elias. He puts a white hat on. I'm like, that doesn't make a difference at all. Uh, you know what that means, cowboy. <laughs> NXT this past week also uh, just seen Rich Holland to Timothy Thatcher, which was already uh, Cameron Grimes and Ted uh, DiBiase. They finally retired the belt again, but he gives him the, the replica belt. He don't give him the uh, the actual championship. Listen season. to what you're saying. What, Ted DiBiase gives him the replica championship? They fought for a belt, and then he retired the belt, but he gave him the belt anyways. But then the belt is a replica. Yeah, well, well, they was using the real belt, but then you, you, you can easily tell I, it's the replica. I know what I'm... They did all this feud for the belt to just retire the belt. What else can you do with the million dollar belt, dude? You know that. Yeah, but the story's they over. At least use, they at least use it, at least for going on to the next story. You unretire the belt. <laughs> then Look. change hands and then Look, that the damn belt. Ted DiBiase. Look, okay, that's how it was. Uh, so they taped NXT for the next two weeks. So the NXT, the, the brand new NXT is coming in two weeks, and that's when we're going to get the Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell wedding. Live on Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> I will, we we'll get to that. Um, hit, uh, Samoa Joe, you know, has to take on a lot of people. Now, well, we don't know yet, but a lot of people came to answer his call for his open challenge. I can challenge. tell you who it ain't gonna be. Who they gonna be? It ain't gonna be Cool Kyle. Oh, yo, Cool Kyle came out there. Pete Dune. <laughs> yo, it's funny. Cool Kyle came out there and sucked all the cool out the room. Yeah, it's not going to be Cool Kyle. I don't know what happened to Kyle. But. Yo, what? You know, at first I was trying to dig Cool Kyle, but I was just like, Kyle O'Reilly ain't cool at all. He's not cool when he's trying to overly say, I'm cool. It's like, you were cool when you were just you. Like, <laughs> come on, man. But, yeah, so Bill does what Pete does contract. If he's, if he, I think he's going to stay with WWE, not unlike Adam Cole. Uh, then if Cool Kyle comes out, then we have uh, Champa and. It was Gorg. I don't know. What's oh, going that's on. that's unfortunate. Gorg Chopper was staring at that belt, though. That's right a, that, I don't. Go. Vince is in charge of NXT. He is not coming nowhere near that belt. I don't even know why they did that. You know what? I really can't tell you neither. Uh, we had the finals for the breakout tournament. Carmelo Hayes taking on Odyssey Jones. Oh, the guy that we've been seeing two months before the tournament started, right? Well, look, we. Are you really about to get on him because of that? Was it Cameron no, Grimes no. seen before he was in that little tournament where he lost to um something smiles? Well, <laughs> first all of them all of them were known though. Yeah. You know, he was in TNA and all of them were kinda of like known around the world. But like uh Car- Carmelo Hayes was fighting Adam Cole. That's one of the biggest things you can get as a no name. He wasn't he was a jobber, but he was still he still had a Competitive match with Adam Cole. Well, look, it looks like this: Carmelo Hayes wins the matchup, gets a, uh, Commissioner Real gives him a title shot, whatever his choosing is. He ain't touching that NXT title, so eventually he'll probably take on Swerve or Sandler Kushida. Kushida. Oh, I forgot. I forgot about Kushida. You right about that? They did too. <laughs> they did too. You know what? They forgot about Boa. 
since Zion Lee left, whoever Zion Lee is doing, Bo has sucked. So that ain't Bo was, uh didn't he like get beat up or something? Who Bo or Zion Lee? Bo. Oh yeah, he got beat up by uh, what was it, Quan Quinn? I don't know. So I was like, okay, no problem. Uh, <laughs> Malcolm Bivens still continues to be great as he cuts a promo while Roderick Strong is in the gym. Then we have Hit Row taking on Legal Del Fantasma. But Hit Row, uh, not Hit Row, uh, Legal Del Fantasma got a new uh, female in their group. So, uh, okay. so, so now, uh, to, to, and she hit B Fab with a pipe. So now, ever since B B Fab keep getting involved, now that now they got a woman that they, they can combat them. So now we get to see B Fab in the ring. I mean, she could have been in the ring. She could have, but I, I mean, I, I guarantee they're going to give her some. Of the, I, I really want to see how she developed, you know, being in the ring that way. That's that's weird. It is weird. It's very, it is very weird. Then we go over to SmackDown, and uh, so SmackDown is the first SmackDown since SummerSlam, and uh, Becky Lynch comes back, and Becky Lynch is healing it up. She's just like, you know, hey, I don't care, you know, what I did to Bianca. Because yeah, that's, that's smart. This is one what I biggest, hated. <laughs> that's 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 smart. One of the biggest baby faces almost ever in your company. You want to turn her heel just because. Look, I'm telling you, it's Stone Cold 2001 all over again. All over again. But here's the thing. Bianca Belair comes out. And Bianca Belair is doing her whole entrance. Why can't people be pissed anymore? Because they're good guys. Good guys are not supposed to be mad. <laughs> it's the John Cena face thing all over... She comes out twisting her hair, skipping to the ring like, aha, like, no, she should be pissed. Bianca should be coming down to the ring. No words, no skipping, no twirling. Come down there in her wrestling. You could just book it better. The promo wasn't bad, but the, the way she came down is, it's like she started to get a little bit like when Selena Van came out for an actual title match, and then Carmella came out, and then um, Liv Morgan came out. And then, uh, that to said, all y'all crazy. I whooped all y'all. I'm next in line. Like, what the fuck y'all talking about? Get out of this ring. I like that part. She says, why don't we tear this up right now? And Becky's like, nope. And walked off. So, then they made a fatal four-way elimination match, which the Bianca and Liv Morgan part was good. And I'm just like, damn. Yeah, okay. I gotta get, I gotta get on this Liv Morgan thing, all right? I haven't been watching. I've been seeing a lot of people talk about Liv. They need to, uh, Okay. What's your problem with Liv Morgan? I don't have a problem with Liv Morgan, but if they're not going to push Liv Morgan and just have the fans like her, that's not enough for her to be like, get a title match or anything like that. Like, Liv Morgan has a lot of fan support, people that want her to win. But if all she does is lose and it's barely on TV, then how, are, how am I supposed to be like, yeah, Liv Morgan has a chance. Fair enough. <clears throat> now I'm saying I know she's good, but I'm like they haven't pushed. Lil Morgan is at the spot where Jeff Hardy was for years, where you know he's good, but they haven't pushed him. They haven't pushed her up in that championship ring. She's just like there. She's just like almost good enough. Yeah, you you make sense with that one. 
but as I say, so Bianca won. So we know they probably had to match the street rules. But I'm just like, y'all need to give Bianca some edge. Like seriously, like like, cause it ain't Bianca's fault. I'm not blaming Bianca for any of this. I'm just WWE's in the writing and the creative fault because Bianca is not. They're telling Bianca out there and do this bullshit. I'm like, yo, she need to go down there and she needs to be pissed. You stole this shit from me. So that 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 probably, but I'm not going to dwell on it. The Usos uh, don't trust Paul Heyman. You know they don't even let, let him into the, the the locker room when he's backstage trying to talk to Kayla Braxton and she sits there. Wonder why him won't let in, but Roman Reigns is being very subtle with everything. Like, aren't you coming with me, Paul? You come in here, your family. I love you. So I, I I like the the subtlety Roman Reigns is doing here. Happy Corbin is actually kind of all right. I'm not too mad at Happy Corbin. Uh, he oh, hit, that's his name now. He so he hit, he hit big in Vegas, and he wants some money. So he's doing the camera grind. He went broke. Huh. He went broke. Well, I mean, well, on SmackDown, he had the money. Wait, did he do it again? Wait, okay. So, they did a story where he, he went big in Vegas, and then he went broke. And he was, like, staying at, like, a, a by-the-hour motel. So, did he get big again or something? Or did they ain't explain I, all I that? I don't know. I think he did get broke, but it's probably after SmackDown. This well, I, no, I, I, I know... Like raw, around raw, he was broke again. In Vegas. Okay, I'm talking about you're talking about the raw that's happening tonight, right? No, I'm talking about the raw after SummerSlam. He was broke again. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. On, so yo, yeah. So he he got money. He hit okay, big again. Okay, okay. okay and so. he comes out and he talks to Biggie. He wants to buy his case because he says he's gonna lose it. And Biggie's like, "But didn't you lose?" So, but he wants to for. Uh, Thirty thousand, then fifty thousand. Why, why can't he just buy the championship? Then he said, "Well, for a hundred thousand dollars." You mean tell me Roman won't be like, "Yeah, I don't, I, I can win it back." You can have this bill for a hundred thousand dollars, then just win it back instantly. That, that'd be kind of funny. But no, he said, "Biggie said you, you need to get, get, pack up this up, got the ring, or I want to set, set the smile off your face." So I mean, this is a happy corporate thing. He's doing the Cameron Grimes gimmick, but it's better than him being broken stuff. Gable, uh, Cesaro versus Chad Gable was all right to Otis DQ. King Nakamura took uh, and Rick Boogs taking on Dolph Ziggler and um, uh, Robert Roode. Yeah, they didn't really care too much. Seth Rollins says he has to be more like Edge to beat Edge. And I, oh, hold on, bro. I, I'm, I'm hearing an echo in the back. You are? Yeah. At least on, for me. You still here? Huh? Do you still hear it? Testing? No, I don't hear it now. Okay. Sami Zayn answers Dominic Mysterio's call and then just, you know, beats him. And he pushes Dad off. Get off me, Dad. You know, Dad uh, BS. And then we, uh, Naomi is on SmackDown now. And of course she is. Sonya Deville gives two shits. Doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> At all, and then she just ignores the stuff they have I mean, uh, according to Sonya Deville, we already have a black woman on here, so why do we need you? Uh, we, we actually got more than one. My question is, could who's the other one? Hold on. Oh, wow, wow. I mean, she has Sasha has not been there, so it's not like I'm just supposed to. Uh, so I don't know. This could be a little storyline of Naomi. We're trying to get you know. 
So you have to pay attention to her or whatever the case may be. Or this could nah, be... this is real. That's real life. She's trying to get Vince. And be like, hey, Vince, I exist. Or acknowledge her. <laughs> okay. Hey, you never know. They can find a way to get to the bloodline. But if she do go into the bloodline, the glow got to go. You mean to tell me Naomi, they, them doing something good with Naomi in 2021? I... Don't look. I'm, I'm just. I'm, I'm reporting this, bro. I don't know. Vince is in control of this show. I have no faith anymore. Vince don't care. I, I don't. Look, look. Vince is in control of everything. You should know that. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And there's something that's good. Something that's just not. Uh, speaking of good, though, I like how Finn Balor came out and he wants to challenge Roman Reigns. It's a rumor that him and Cena may go at it at Madison Square Garden on September 10th, and of course. I- I already knew that they were fighting. They're fighting. Uh, is Balor and the Mysterios versus the Bloodline next week? Not the Street Profits. Oh, is it the Street? Oh, because the Street Profits is when they came out and helped them. Well, I know they have a show. They have SmackDown here, and that's the match that they announced was the Mysterios. And Finn Balor versus the Bloodline. I don't know. That's just, that's what they that's what they said on the commercial. That's what they said on the commercial. Yeah, you, you, you might, might want to again. I think it may be, be the Street Profits, but they because Finn Balor's just beating the Roman, and then the Usos jump in. The Street Profits come out and help. Then he gives the Usos a coup de gras as Roman's just watching at the top because Finn Balor wants his, his shot. So that's how that goes. So that was just the, the, the whole week in WWE right there. I didn't, uh, so like I said, there was no point of recording or anything like that, but I was just like, but that right there was just the, 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 uh, the, the whole week. And I was like, I'll probably go back to reviews maybe in a week or something like that, but I'm not going to do it now. All right, now switching over to the AEW side of things this past week, uh, AEW. Dynamite, for what we've seen. Uh, mostly, this was just a regular filler episode of Dynamite. This was not one of the best episodes of Dynamite that we had. We did have some fun stuff on there. Matt Hardy versus Orange Cassidy, even though Matt, every time I see him in the ring now, more and more matches, he is showing me that I think Matt Hardy's in-ring career is over. Unless he wants to go back to Broken and do the cinematic stuff, or if he just wants to be a manager, or he could be part of the creative team, but the urge to see Matt Hardy still wrestle, that does he has no knees. You're the only one that notices that. Look, I mean, I notice it, obviously, because you pointed out, but I'm like... You still want to see think, Matt Hardy wrestle? I mean, I don't I don't want to... Well, I don't care. Like, I don't, I don't care. But I think he still wrestles because of his knowledge. I'm going to just... I think he still wrestles for, one, his name. To bring the AEW and his knowledge, I'm pretty sure when these younger wrestlers get in the ring with him, they learn something every time. I mean, but that's you know, what that's, with, with any veteran though. And look with the knowledge that Darby Allen's getting with Sting. Yeah, but Darby Allen is not also wrestling Sting, so he doesn't have that same thing. I mean, but, same, but he's out. You got to wrestle Sting on TV. You could be backstage and Sting can teach you some moves. You're you're on the road with Sting. You are talk. You are. Listening and, and taking instinct, you don't have to wrestle the guy to. Well, yeah, but you know, it's it's like taking tips 
on how to play basketball for Michael Jordan is different than playing Michael Jordan. But here's the thing. It's different if I'm if Michael Jordan's my coach. And if Michael Jordan's playing me in practice every day, or it, it, or whatever the case may be, if, but the thing is, if I'm playing Michael Jordan, he's still great. I can, I say, okay, I can study his moves and say what he's doing, but Michael Jordan's not talking to me on the court because he's trash-talking me. Matt Hardy is playing a storyline. Yeah, of course, Russ is going to say something to each other, but Matt Hardy can do so much more in AEW than when this I'm pretty sure he's going straight into the office and create him anyway. That's what I'm saying. You can get so much insight from me. Like, he's helping our private party a lot. Because without Matt Hardy, private party probably wouldn't be on TV. And I'm just like, y'all need to do more private party. And I'm like, I want Matt Hardy to be able to take private party into the, 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 the next level of finally becoming tag team champions because I like private party but right now we're wasting Matt Hardy on another stable that we don't look how many stables we have in AEW right now it's WCW all over again I think they're just getting ready for them trios titles but look we not I'm not going to say make excuses for AEW it's like, I'm not. I'm saying, like, I think they have all these stables for a trios title. Like, but you can't have all these teams and just not have a trios title in the works. I mean, I, I, I agree with you, but it also takes away from the dynamic of a lot of things. Like, the whole Matt Hardy stable, it's two sets of tag teams. It's somebody well, else. And it's just like... Yeah, almost, almost three. <laughs> almost three. Then it's like the factory. Who gives a fuck about the factory? Yeah, nobody cares about the factory. Okay, and then you have the Nightmare Family. I'm at the point where I don't even really care other than Cody. Well, the Nightmare about Family the is na- not really... The Nightmare, the Nightmare Family is just a... They're not a faction. They're more of a... I don't the, know how to explain what The Nightmare are. Family is the authority from WWE. It's it's, And now they just added Lee Johnson to the thing. Lee Johnson, Dustin Rhodes, Arn Anderson, Cody, Brandy, all of, that's all Nightmare Family shit. And I'm just like, okay. Then then you have the best well, friends. It, see, it's so weird because like, the Nightmare Family was never canon because like, they got like DDP in it, Glacier in it. Uh, oh, uh, all the WCW bullshits, like, yeah. Yeah, uh, other random people in it for no reason. Like, cause I thought at first the Nightmare Family was just Cody's like training team almost is what they made it seem like at first. Then you go over, you have the elite. Then you look over the other Super corner. Super elite. And, and then you look over the other corner, then you have the dark order. Then you look over in the next corner, you have the best friends. Then you look over in the other corner, there's Death's Triangle. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Y'all got, then you got Jurassic Express because if you still account Margot Stunt, that's a stable. Not a, you know, It's like, everybody... Is in something that's what it was like in 97 98 WCW where you had NWO, NWO Wolfpack, and uh, Raven's Flock, Four Horsemen, WCW. Everybody had like a faction that they was part of. I'm like, whoa, we don't need all these factions now. If they want to do a trios title, I get because first of all, I don't like the trios titles in my personal opinion. I mean, me personally, was it cool in Lucha Underground? Sure, but I was not a big fan, like, I don't need a, a trios title. I, I, because when you do that, you start, you start, you got to create three, 
a lot of they already got them, obviously, from all the stables. Would you say what? I said they already got them, obviously. From yeah, all but obviously, but but, but they, they don't have a legit one. All the, the only the only trios right now is Death's Triangle, which they're, they're probably going to. They got a lot of them. What you mean? They, it, 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 he's probably Peck. They're probably going to leave Peck and go to Andrade. So I can see uh, see that. But I'm saying best friend. They got Kenny and the Bucks. Still, if they won the best friends with Trent and Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor, but I doubt that. Oh. Uh, you know, all, all the other groups, Hardy and, and Private Party. Um, they do have a couple people that can do it, but I mean, I, I'm pretty sure maybe Kenny and uh, the Bucks win it or something like that. Me, it's like okay, cool, that's all fine. But I'm like, but look, all that shit's like I, I'm looking for. I at least love it. I still love AEW, but it's the, the, their tag team division was great. And I'm just like, but now we just fall in so much into the stable shit. And I'm like, not there's no one stable that feels important. So that's what I say. But you know, it, all, all that goes back to saying like, I love Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy is a Hall of Famer in anybody's wrestling organization, and Matt Hardy is has been great for the wrestling business, but. I don't need to see Matt Hardy run. He's it's different. Christian can still kind of can go. I say my shit about Christian, but Christian can still go. Matt Hardy just can't go anymore. Matt Hardy's not giving you a four star match anymore. Matt Hardy, every time he's wrestling, he's getting injured. Orange Cassidy. Now this one, this one wasn't his fault. Yeah, but I know it was his fault. Orange Cassidy did that, and his face came out bloody. I'm just like. Matt Hardy is like you're at that point where it's just that it's not even with Taz at that point. I love Taz. And I thought Taz was great in ECW and they ruined him in WWF. And there was a one point where it's like after WrestleMania seventeen, I was like, bro, you can't wrestle no more. I was like, there's just something something's off and you can't wrestle. Matt Hardy has no knees. And it's the way he walks is hard to look at. The moves he do are dry and boring as fuck. And it's just like Matt Hardy, as I, I love him, but I'd rather him be a man, just a be a man, be a manager for the stable, be you know big money match, match the, the stuff like that, and just to just do that and put over private party. Isaiah Cassidy could have been in this match against Orange Cassidy. It's just so much stuff you know that you could have did. Jurassic Express taking on the Lucha Bros to see who's going to oh, well. Excuse me. It was the Lucha Bros taking on um, the Varsity Blondes, and they were going to see who, who is going to take on Jurassic Express. But I kind of gave it away already, which is obviously Jurassic Express. I mean, uh, which is uh, Lucha Bros beat the Varsity Blondes in a regular kind of matchup. Uh, they had uh, Mrs. Hater taking on Jay Gargill. Uh, no, that, she took on Velvet, Red Velvet. Red Velvet. Excuse me, Red Velvet. Red Velvet. Oh my God. God bless her. Botched her standing moonsault so bad. And I landed right on her face, missed the whole body. And Harry came up and gave her like a Larry and won the matchup that way. Uh, they were trying to make something out of nothing. MJF and Chris Jericho. Uh, Chris Jericho wants another match MJF. MJF makes a good point, like, I beat you. Why do I need to do that? But now Jericho says he will retire. And we'll never wrestle another match at AEW again if he loses. Stupid and, stipulation. And he just said, oh, well, you know what? I'll just be a full-time commentator on Rampage. 
knowing he's kind of smart because he knew a lot of people didn't like him on Rampage commentary. And he even said it. He was like, yeah, I'm yelling. So what? It's, yeah, exactly. But now he got everybody to cheer for him, though. Going to that matchup with MJF at All Out. So MJF accepts that matchup. Uh, they they should have put another stipulation. They should have put a different stipulation, like something else. But it's more believable about Jericho retiring opposed to Roman Reigns. Well, Roman Reigns said, "If I but lose, we know Jericho is not going to retire. We know he's not going to retire. Not right now. If it was after he keep losing and losing and losing and don't and losing against everybody, then yes. But him, you in the middle of a few. Jericho's about a couple matches away from me to say it's time to hang it up, bro. Because I really that yes, was, that was really okay. exposed. But I'm he saying the juice. He's a couple matches obviously from retiring. If it's Jericho, Jericho is not going to go out and not say, "This is my retirement match." He's not going to say, "If I lose, I retire." He's not doing that. Jericho is doing the Ric Flair thing, going out saying, "This is my last match against so and so at our biggest pay per view." He's not going to say, "Jericho's, ah, more, maybe Jericho's more humble than that." Jericho ain't going to let no. Jericho, look. okay, all right. He more humble than Ric Flair. Stop that. You know that. All right, but he works for Tony Khan. You mean tell me Tony Khan ain't gonna advertise Chris Jericho's last match? You're right. He'll do that. Jericho, uh, CM Punk, because uh, of promo, his first time on Dynamite, and, you know, to call out Darby Allen, and he said, you know, I need to be in the ring with Darby Allen to see if I still got it. And the fans chanted, yes, yes, yes. He said, that's somebody else's stick, and you're gonna just have to be just a little bit more patient. Well, what we already did all but confirmed that Dale Bryant is coming to AEW. We already know, we already knew that. Just now, it's a matter of when. Now, you know, New York got these new restrictions on when it comes definitely to the way the Delta variant and the COVID stuff is lining well, up. I mean, they already confirmed it, so. Yeah, so, but in other words, they're saying that they probably bumped up Dale Bryant's, uh, you know, when he was supposed to come. They already confirmed What'd you say? They already confirmed it. When, when's he coming? They already confirmed that. When is he coming? <laughs> at All Out. At the oh. end of All Out. Well, sorry, Adam Cole. You got to wait again. I, I wouldn't have Adam Cole, Ruby Soto, and Dan Bryan all on the same show. No, Adam Cole is probably going to debut. I have to go on hmm. Rampage. Why not? I'm, I'm going to say... He'll debut. He'll debut in in a in a in a in a pivotal moment. That's what I say. When I say pivotal moment, I mean it's something we're dealing with the Bucks and and Kenny. Okay. So like Kenny say Kenny is he beats somebody says yeah nobody can beat me that's probably when Adam Cole something like that I can I can imagine. Okay. The Dark Order look like, look like they're about to split, and I'm like, great. <laughs> so, I don't think they're splitting. I think they're just trying to do something until Hangman comes back. Okay. Malachi Black destroys Arn Anderson's son because he's going to go through every member of the Nightmare family until he gets to Cody. You got one. All right. Uh, and you don't got that many left. You're right. I don't know where I went to Big Show in the factory. I care less about the gun club. You well, know. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you see what what, what uh, Arn Anderson did? No. What do you do? This man is like 60 years old. 
And Malachi Black gave on a black mask. He like did like a karate move and blocked it. So he flopped it or he sold it? No, he blocked it. He blocked it. All right, get the hell out of here, audience. He blocked it, and then Malachi Black like he was like, "Oh, okay." So he slid on the chair on as a dummy, picked up the chair, and then he hit him with it. Wow. Okay. He blocked it. It looked like you know that move John Cena does, the little lightning fist. Oh God. Uh huh. That's what it looked like when he blocked it. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, that's pretty much it about you know when it comes to dynamite. You know, uh, I didn't see too much of the Mox, Eddie and Darby stuff. So oh, they 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 uh, squashed that pretty much. Okay. Now for Rampage that I miss, tell me about Giannis, bro. What about him? Well, I didn't see it. So what happened? He didn't do nothing. He just he just came out and was just like, yeah. He didn't come out. He was just in the crowd. No, he comes out. This is a uh, he comes Rampage out exclusive. He can't. He, he he's comes out on YouTube. He comes out. Yeah. He doesn't come out on the show. Which I which I liked actually. Okay. I, I like them just showing Giannis in the crowd, cheering and you know reacting rather than him coming out, him sitting ringside, and him being involved in any way. Okay, with him his just, brother. Yeah. Mm. Him just being a fan helped help help them in a way because everybody was like, "Well, who is that?" The people that don't know Giannis, they was like, "Who is that?" Oh, he's the MVP of the NBA. He's marking out. Kind of, it kind of made them kind of, you know, yeah. seem more kind of legitimate. Kind of like LeBron was there when he first got drafted. Yeah, take a picture of Stone Cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jurassic Express uh, fought. Well, it was Jurassic Express and the Lucha Bros, right? Yeah. Who won? The Lucha Bros, which is the right choice because, like I told you, Jurassic Express is not doing it. They need to break up. Uh, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy definitely need to break up. Uh, Jungle Boy is more over as a single star than a tag team wrestler, so why would you put him in a tag team? I don't know. But Jungle Boy definitely should be on his own. What happened when it, it looks like after the match, the Young Bucks come out and it said, what brought Giannis to their feet? Did the Giannis get up in the crowd? To get in the Young Bucks' face or something? No, it was a, a, a dive, a tope. Who did a tope? Uh, Jungle Boy and uh, one of the, and Phoenix, I think. Oh, okay. They did a double tope to the Young Bucks and Gallows and Anderson. Look, I I am very happy. That Giannis is a fan. I'm very happy that you know he, he got there and got to enjoy himself. Yeah, now now YouTube, he came all out and did his old interest and everything like that. Like YouTube, they like came out and Tony Khan announced it and everything. Take Conti takes on the bunny, I think. Don't know who won that match. I said I didn't see too much of a. Uh, that wasn't really nobody really cared about that match, but uh, the bunny won. She had help from Penelope Ford. So, oh wow! I think that's what happened. Uh, and the Miro uh, played a piece of Fuego del Sol. 
He might beat him up. <laughs> it took his mask off? Yeah. Yeah, so that's some heel shit to do. So that was AEW this week. So, okay, so now we, we, we did the recap of AEW and we did the recap of WWE for this whole week. Now we get to the, the certain topics here. I want to get into, um, you know, let's, let's just finish out the whole WWE stuff. Prime, how do you feel about the new NXT logo? How you feel about the coming soon to the Beatles? And, you know, say Psychedelic Shack. That's where it's at, logo for NXT. Or, like, the NBC in the paint. You know what I'm saying? The So, I, I feel two different ways about this because the actual logo looks like a Nickelodeon logo. It looks so different from the NXT that we know. But when they do the colors and all that kind of stuff, it looks like dynamite. Okay. So like when they splashing the colors and it's like and angst and the colors are splashing around. It looks like the dynamite colors, like the you know the little greenish colors and all that. Yeah. But dynamite's actual logo is not a colorful logo. It's a, it just says dynamite. Okay. It's, like a, it's, a, it's in bold text. And this T is all the colorful text. That's why it to me it, it looks like more like it's on Nickelodeon or something. Do you like but, it? For 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 what I know NXT is and what the logo is, no, I don't like. If this was a completely different company, under a completely different name, I would like the logo. I, but knowing what, but knowing what NXT is and who they have, and and what it's about to be after this logo, I don't like. It. I'm scared of simply of more. Uh, other than more so well, the logo of what this show's going to look like. You because know what I hear? When I, you know what theme song I heard when I seen that logo? What? We are wild and young. <laughs> oh, I <hear> that <laughs> That's what I heard. Going back to NXT season one. And I, I was just like, I, I really think it's just going to be like, I, I, I'm just worried about how it's just going to look. And present itself. I, 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 it's probably gonna look like Raw SmackDown to be honest with you. Because I know the plexiglass is coming down. I know the uh, TV monitors is coming down. They're going to put lights in the audience so you can see the audience. Whether it's like a hundred or two hundred of them or whatever the case may be, they're going to they're, they're going to put lights on. And we're about to see some new stuff. I, you, do you think that they signed the Olympians? I don't know if the guy signed yet, but I'm pretty sure the the, the the ladies. I'm pretty sure both of them is going to sign. I think so too, because you know, say like you you never know. Like they they have a chance to be like a Kurt Angle style. Oh like, no, I'm telling you, like they are going to sign, but they just haven't signed yet. Like it's they pretty much is like, yeah, I really want to do this. But well, look, they just signed. As you showed, they just signed one of Usos brothers. Yeah, they sound like five people uh, today from, you know, a couple people's sons and uh, different people that they that is around the bodybuilders and all that kind of stuff. Look, if the Olympians, if those two Olympians, who, you know, those, those two black people that won gold, if they go out there and beat Kurt Angle again, then hot damn. Go out there, go out there tell them, I'm not going to be mad at them coming through NXT and learn the WWE way, and it's coming out there and it's just doing, you know, Kringle-style shit. But other than that, 
you know, everybody's not going to be like that. And they're not saying that they're going to be like that, but you just never know. I'm just, I'm really concerned of how the presentation is going to present itself. I know it's going to be brighter. I know it's going to be more colorful. It's going to be, it's going to be main Rosker-esque. And the thing is, will we give it a chance? Uh, I'm, I'm asking you, will, will you give NXT a new chance? I don't know. And the reason I don't know is because it's like, you can't be like, yeah, we changed it up to be more PG and then have like, Samoa Joe just now got the muscle buster back. Uh, you know, they doing all this index stuff and the wedding. It's just... Well, according, to, more... according to Nick Khan, this is supposed to be... Now, I, I'm not saying I, I trust him, but this is supposed to be of the leadership of Paul Levesque. Now, yeah, right. and now they probably they probably gonna force him to lead it, but he, he just can't do it his way. Now, I I don't believe for one bit, and anybody who does really, really need to check themselves. I don't believe for one bit that WWE is gonna stop signing indie guys because it's not gonna work that way. You need people. no, uh, no. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, they are going to stop signing indie guys. Yeah, yeah. For the first couple months or so, maybe in the first year, they're they're gonna stop doing it and go to the ground. But then they're gonna realize that they can't. They, it won't survive without them. <laughs> you think Vince cares? Vince don't care about NXT in the first place because once they look, but Vince is running NXT now. Vince is not look prime. You know, and I know Vince McMahon is not going to be sitting back there an extra He's not, day. Okay, you're right. He's not running the show, but he is like he he is picking people. Who he wants to see on and, his program? And, and I'm saying Vince will do that for a couple months, and then when the shit don't work, he gotta find somebody else to blame because you need some kind of experience to help teach the people that don't got the experience. And once again, you got indie guys on the roster already. You got indie guys on the roster that you about to raid. They about to rate. Go, Chopper said, I'm retiring if, I, if, I, if I'm going to main roster. So, like, Chopper go okay, do everything he can to stay in this new NXT. But they're going to rate him. From L.A. Knight to Cameron Grimes to, to Walter to probably Samoa Joe, they're going to rate him. And if Vince don't like him, they're going to get rid of him. But when it comes to signing the talent, when it comes to going out there to see people who, who ain't got stuff like that, eventually when the stuff start, ain't start working, so, the ratings go down. They're going to have to start going back to the indie guys. But that's so. You don't think that they're going to stay developmental? They want NXT to be strictly developmental, strictly. They want developmental, to be developmental but it, it's not going down. to survive. Look, you gotta understand. I understand you're you're going by how WWE runs things, but you also gotta look at the history of how they run things when things fail. Eventually, USA is not going to want to keep this NXT on their network. Good. So they're, they're going to drop it, and it's going to go back to the network. And the network. I'm surprised USA still keeps Raw because Raw brings in them a lot of money. That's why. That's what the point of the whole third hour is. Vin, all they care about is making money. They don't care about how the, the quality of the show hurts. They want that third hour for the more money. It, it, it's it's bring them upwards of fifty million dollars. They they want that money. But when it comes to 
NXT, it gets dropped, it goes to Peacock. People, the, the diehard wrestling fans already, or the ones who did like NXT, are not big fans of Peacock. I'm not a big fan of Peacock when it comes to the wrestling part. I like Peacock for the well, my other shows that I watch, but not necessarily for the you know the wrestling. I have not watched one anything from a documentary or the WWE originals or whatever the case may be, any kind of network thing on I Peacock. Did yesterday. Say what? I did yesterday. Which one, Lex Luger? No, I well no, I haven't I watched a show. I watched uh I watched the Raw just because I wanted to see Jericho's debut. Yeah. So I watched that Raw and I just I watched that Raw and then I watched WrestleMania twenty nine. Because I wanted to see CM Punk's entrance. Um okay. I, I don't like the random commercials in the middle of WrestleMania. I, I, I don't like it neither. I don't and there's a lot of things about the, the thing I just don't like that Peacock does. Like I don't like how it's called season 10 of WrestleMania. I'm like, ew. Yeah, season 10, episode 1 and 2. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, see, I, I, I hate that. And I'm like, okay, stop, stop, stop. So, it's going to turn up to hardcore people. So, they were Vince like, oh, okay, well, it looks like it's Paul Levesque's fault because NXT is going down and we lost our TV deal. Go, go back and... Ha- Vince cares about money. I mean, th- their ratings are like in the 6... Hundred thousands and five hundred thousands right now. And when it goes lower, when it goes to impact numbers, when it goes back to the net, when it goes back to the network, Vince right is going to right now. Turn said they're gonna say we gotta call more indie guys in. And when they call more indie guys in, and look NXT is either gonna do one or two things: is either gonna go back to the way it was, or it's gonna die. It's, it's, how it's, either, it's either going to be. It's either going to eventually, after a year or so, go back to the way it was, or it's going to die. That's the honest to God truth. So we got to see what this new logo brings. This, this, this paint logo, I'm not saying I'm the biggest fan of it, but, you know, this is just the, the, the new direction that they want to go in. It's the one that they want to be proud of. Okay. No problem. So, let's see what happens. Me now. Let's go over to something that uh, NWA. I rarely talk about NWA on this podcast at all, but they've been struggling, and then they uh, just had a pay per view called NWA Empowered, which is the first all women's pay per view for NWA. Yeah, it was put together by all women too. Yeah, it was put put together by by my boo. Mickey James, who've been trying to get that off the ground for WWE for months, but it's like, no, nah, y'all got y'all Re- revolution, and that was it. We see nothing else from them since then. So let's go over the card real quick because uh, things happen. Prime though he saw it, uh, and then I, I think the main event we'll talk about uh, who came back and who retired. Is that fair? Um, uh, sure. All right, well, I mean, so we had uh, Diamante uh, defeated, uh, what was it, Chick Tormente and Kylie Ray in a triple threat match? Yep. Yeah, so. I, honestly, I thought Kylie should have won, but sure. Isn't Diamante going out with Karen Hogan? Yeah. Okay, I, I was making sure I was going to say because. 
Diamante's right? still, still in okay. Impact. I mean, not Impact. She's still in uh, AEW, right? Yeah, she's still in AEW. Okay, yeah, so they use all the other different women. Uh, the Hex, which is uh, Allison K and uh, Marty Bell from. Um, God, where's Marty Bell from? With, Impact, the Dollhouse? The, the Dollhouse, yeah, with her and Jade and uh, the other girl. Uh, defeated Hell on Heels, Renee Michelle and Sarah Seven. For is the N, the NWA yeah, seven is I don't know, but it's out of control. She says it's out of control. Three C's. Uh, uh, for the NWA Women's Tag Team Champions Tournament semifinals, so they had a tournament on the show also. Then they had Red Velvet and uh, was it Kylan King? Kylan Ta- King, yeah. Kylan King taking on the uh, the Free Babes, Jazz Young and. Miranda Gordy, which I know is the daughter of Terry Gordy, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I think both of them are daughters of somebody, I think. It's probably Freebird stuff. Uh, that, that was the other match for the NW Women's Tag Team Champion semifinals. Then your girl, Diana Perrazzo, took on Molina. And I was like, I was good to see Molina back. Uh, she was... Sell the leg. It was it was it was a match for the the, the Impact Knockouts Championship. So is Melina back in NWA? She, she's still in NWA. Is she coming to Impact? How's no, she going? she's in NWA. She's been in there for a while. Oh okay. How she been? She she, she she been looking good in there or no? Well, she's more like Melina's more like she wrestles once in a while. She's a she's more of the manager type of. She's more like MVP. She's a manager, okay. but when she wrestles, she has. Gotcha. Okay, I, I love seeing Melina wrestle. I, I I miss her style. And then, uh, she still does the split and like the Velvet Sky was on commentary. Velvet Sky. I heard she was terrible. I'm sorry, but Velvet Sky is probably one of the worst announcers I've ever heard, ever I, in my I, life. And everybody was saying how terrible she was. So so yeah, unfortunately that's. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Bully Ray, but that she's one of the worst I've ever heard. But but yeah, uh, I bet you can go on. No, okay, no. I, 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 so uh, I thought you probably had a little bit more to say about your girl Diana Peraza. Oh, she won. She's you know double champ, belt collector. We on the rise. Oh lord. <laughs> the, so now we're at the finals for the women's the NWA Women's Tag Team Championships. The Hex. Uh, defeating Red Velvet and Kylie King. I was kind of hoping. I knew that was going to win. I mean, come on now. It's Marty Bell. Hey, look, I, I like Marty Bell too, but I, I, I was like, I was kind of rooting for Red Velvet also because Red Velvet keep getting embarrassed. Like, Red Velvet was not going to win because Red Velvet is in AEW. You're right. So, Marty Bell is in, is in NWA now, right? Yes. Okay, I thought she was. Well, they're not NWA, but they are like, they're, they're more NWA prone, like, like Red Velvet is AW first, mm-hmm. and Kylie King's like a she's Kylie King is something she's more AW dark. Wow, you know the Hex is more like they can they can represent a they can represent NWA. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, singles match for the NWA uh, Women's Championship. Uh, Layla Hurst, legit Layla Hurst, taking on a tall homegirl. What's her name? C- Camille. Camille. Ooh, I mean, the size difference of these two women. But legit later hers 
is legit. But she does not come up uh, and she loses the match. Camille retains the women's championship. But was it a good match? No, it, yeah, it was a good match. It was like a, a David and Goliath match, but done well. Like, uh, I, I really did enjoy the match. I like the way that they are building Camille. Yeah. Then we had an NRA Women's uh, Invitational Cup gauntlet, which had a lot of people in there that I really didn't know. I yeah, think. yeah, this was this was more of a showcase. Oh, okay, basically to show off who these women are like good again. So, because it was like um, yeah. Lady Frost, Tootie, Lynn, Jamie, Siegel, Chelsea Green, everybody knew. Debbie Malenko, I don't know that she related to Dean Malenko. Bianca uh, Car- Carvelli, Je- Genesee, Masha Semovich, Thunder Kitty, and Karen Hogan. Yeah, so, now this is the showcase, the show. It's like, kind of like a breakout type of thing. Okay, well, Chelsea Green won. We, Chelsea, Chelsea Green is a name, so uh, good, good to see her win something like that. But the highlight of the night was Gail Kim was out there. And she was presenting. Uh, was she out there for, for the women's tag team championships? No, uh, the way that it was on the show, she was just out there. Oh, she was just out there. Okay, I thought she presented something. No, and, she was just uh, out there. She was basically like how it was. She was like, "I love women's wrestling." And who came in and attacked her? Uh, they didn't really come in and attack her, but uh, Taryn Terrell was her impact rival. They had a lot of great matches. Uh, Tan Terrell came out and she had like two women with her and uh, they was about to beat up Gail Kelly. You know, yeah, but then steps. here comes Awesome Kong. Awesome Kong comes out and it kind of kind of cleans house for Gail Kim. She gets she tells Gail Kim to come back because Gail Kim and Awesome Kong had a great rivalry in Impact. They kind of put that Knockouts Championship on the on the or Knockouts Division on the map. Mm-hmm. So she comes out. She says, "Look." It hasn't been a good year in the Kong house. I know they had canceled Glow because of the pandemic. She was in AEW for a little bit with Brandy Rose, cutting off girls' hair, and she didn't wrestle. And it's like, I don't know what's been going on with Awesome Kong. I really don't. But she said, you know, she had she, she, she was crying and talking about how her and Gail Kim had some of the, you know, great rivalry, great matches of her and Gail Kim had. In uh, you know, impact. I know people may, may think that Gail Kim's rivalry with uh, what was some girl's name that was out there? Terrence Terrell. Yeah, Terrence Terrell was better. I think the Awesome Kong rivalry was better. No, the Awesome Kong rivalry was better. Uh, but her and Terrence Terrell had like great match. Not to say that Awesome Kong didn't, but uh, her and Ter- she had they had like one great match, and all the matches were mostly good. Which is weird, because like, uh, all the awesome Kong matches are good as well, so they just both good rivalries. Yeah. I guess because Terra is more smaller and more nimble, she can do more stuff. Like, Gail Kim may have the best to get beat up and powerbombed the whole time. Like, <laughs> it's like, like it's awesome Kong, Gail Kim can't, like, give a neck break of the awesome Kong. She'll, you know, sell it. Well, they did have that one good hardcore match that Gail Kim won. Yeah, no, they had a lot of good. They had a lot of good matches. What I'm saying, what I'm saying, like, Gail Kim can give a cutter to Terrence Terrell. She can't really give a cutter to Awesome Kong. So she got to be more 
nimble. She, you know, pretty yeah. much every Gail Kim match at also Cross, she's getting beat up and powerbombed and slammed more than Tantalero. So they had a, they had good. Uh, I like how they hugged and then they kind of walked hand in not hand in hand but hand on back uh, backstage. I thought that was the one of the best moments of Empower and that was. I it. wish that they would have. I wish that she would have like said it more. She would have announced it better. Yeah, it, it did come out the blue to saying I'm retired. I'm retired. She, like, she didn't even say I'm retired. She was like, I wanted to come back and do this for my friend. You know what? I'm done. I can't do without this chick right here. All right, and I'm done. That was it. That was that was the announcement. But you know, I, I really want to know more about what ha- what happened to her. And why it's been such a rough year and stuff like that. Like, what happened to... I mean, she wasn't wrestling to begin with in AEW. She wrestled, like, twice. And then the other times, she just did her finishing. Yeah. So, maybe she just... Because she was supposed to wrestle Audra Kong, and she didn't. So, maybe she just got, you know, Jeff Hardy syndrome, where her body just hurt or something. Who knows? It could know. be. Could be going to depression. I know she she had lost a baby at one point, especially back when she was there at uh, WWE. I don't know. I mean, I thought she she was. You know, I thought she was already retired when before this came up. Anyway, that, that's that's what I was saying. I was saying, and I was like, I know it was like it was like she she kind of did a a comeback, and I was just like, well, what she happened? Come back. To what? No, after AEW, she left. She she that was, this was her first appearance. Yeah. Mm. Well, look, oh. shout out to those women because you know they had a great, great rivalry, great everything. It was it was very emotional, but like I said, I, I, I did wish that the moment was a little bit more not caught off guard. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, but it, I I could go back and watch Gail Kim and also call matches. All the time, I, I still do it all the time. Well, let's go to NWA seventy three. Now, Matt, I, I, I'm not going to do this whole show. Okay, but I, I do have bullet points. I will say, Ric Flair, Ric Flair, Ric Flair, right? <laughs> well, well, no, that, no, no. I just want to read some of these names. Tim Storm defeated Crimson. Crimson, okay. From TNA, which is uh, Amazing Red's brother, quote-unquote. Uh-huh. Uh, Mickey James defeated Kylie Ray, and then Deanna Peraza proceeded to destroy her, which means that they're, they're going to go into a feud. And it's either she beats Mickey James, or Mickey James might be the one to defeat her, but I think she beats Mickey because everybody she's beaten is kind of like almost on legend status as far as the women go, in a sense. Or, you know, she beat like people like Jazz and ODB and... Uh, Melina, so she might keep that train going. Um, Chris Masters beat James Storm. Uh, they had a they had a battle royal, and JTG was about to win, and then James Mitchell came out with this dude, this big dude, and he won. Uh, this dude name is Jadius Jadius. Just, not not Judas Macias, right? No, it's J U D A I S. Okay. So, anyway. Uh Camille beat Chelsea Green, who won the battle the, the tournament the night before. Uh 
Uh, you are right, though. Ric Flair did come out, gave a little, you know, he gave a little speech. Uh, uh, okay, okay. He did not come out to his music. Nothing similar to his music he came out with, which is so weird. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, that was awkward. But he came out and basically just talked about WWE. I did hear he, he said he loved Vince. He said he loved Vince. He loved Triple H. He wanted Randy Orton to beat his... Uh, he wanted Randy Orton to beat his streak until Charlotte got 12. Uh, he... Uh, people used to come up to him and tell him about NWA stories and all that kind of stuff. He just, you know, you know Ric Flair was just going. Yeah. Um, but the main event baffled me. Uh, this man, um, Nick Aldis, has been champion for like a thousand days or something. <sighs> he lost the championship to, can you guess, of anybody? I'm going to give you a hint. They was they were in WWE and they were a champion in 2006 or 2008. Okay. Let's go with 2008. Let's go with 2008. 2007. Right. Better. 2007. Great they Kali. were a champion in WWE. Great Kali. No. You're not going to guess this. I'll tell you. Vladimir Kozlov? I, I, no. Uh, I, I can't. I get that. <laughs> You're not gonna guess this. I'm telling you right now. He was a and world champion. He, he was a world he, champion in 2007. That not. I didn't say world champion. They were a champion. Kenzo Suzuki. No, that, that's just that as a four. Uh, they who, were mostly on Raw. The Brian Kendrick. Okay, I'm gonna just tell you, Trevor Murdoch. Oh, tre- oh, why is he was a tag team? Trevor, because I, I probably gave him away. Probably. Well, you could have said, you could, you could said the means. You could have said Lance Cade. 50. No, he's like 40. But Trevor Murdoch just. I don't know, man. I would. I personally am not a big fan of Trevor Murdoch. Especially his. Like, he got the same look. He got the same gimmick. Uh, But. That's just me, I guess. I wouldn't put. I wouldn't have made him the, the champion, but whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was a a quick. Uh, that was a quick, you know, a quick thing. Oh, okay. Well, let's see. No, which one was better to you, that one or Empower? Oh, Empower was better to me because it was just, you know, it it was a significant event. I, I, I hope the NWA gets back to um, yeah. I, I know that the guy who's running it is trying to make it like the old NWA you know you can't get that back obviously but yeah if, Billy Corgan yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Billy Corgan is doing the best he can but honestly, uh, Nick Aldis had the title for over a thousand days no, who gonna beat Nick Aldis uh, Trevor Murdoch did I knew Trent Murray to be Nick Aldis. Could have found somebody better than that. That's what I was saying. But, like, because uh, I know... Nick, so, Nick Aldis had the title in All In that he lost to Dakota. 
And then somewhere he beat Cody for the title, and he's had it ever since. Yeah, no. I'm not doing that. So I'm he not had, doing he's that. had it like ever since like 2018, 2019. Gotcha. Huh, well. Well, guys, uh, I think that's pretty much it. I don't know if we got anything else to run down or talk about uh, too much on the show. Oh, let me make sure I make sure that we... Uh, caught all the stuff because uh oh you want to talk about Brad Lesnar's contract oh that's right Brock do got that new contract what was it a year and a half for eight matches mm-hmm How, I'm oh wait okay okay we got to, we do got to talk about we'll, we'll talk about that and we'll talk about um your boy Jim Ross uh, so, yeah, Brock Lesnar's contract came out, and it revealed that he, we got Brock Lesnar for another year and a half for another eight matches. Obviously, I don't know if they were ready for Brock Lesnar or not, to be honest with you. But they had to they had to do something because CM Punk was being CM Punk in it. So, uh, here's the thing: I'm still trying to think of eight matches that Brock Lesnar could do. And that means if out of them eight matches, if not one of them is Lashley, that is fucking unbelievable. I I, I will say for a year and a half of Brock Lesnar, eight matches is a lot, actually. It is. Well, first of all, look, you, you gotta think this year you probably get you probably gonna get the Saudi show, so that's one. So then you probably gonna have two Saudi shows next year, which is three. Then you got Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam. So that's six. And then you probably got next year Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. So that's eight matches right there. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me Brock is going back to Saudi when he barely wanted to come to uh, USA? Yes. All right. I don't know. I think some people... He's not doing no regular pay-per-views. He don't give a fuck about Survivor Series. Brock knows like... That's that's like... I think Survivor Series, WrestleMania, and uh, Survivor Series and uh, SummerSlam are his three cons- more, most consistent ones. What you what, say? He don't care about Survivor Series, but he's been at every one. He's been at. Let's see, the last one I remember him at was the one with Daniel Bryan, right? No, actually, no. He did. He wasn't there last year because of COVID. But yeah, so he wasn't there last year. What about twenty nineteen? Yeah, well, he, Bryan, was, right? he fought Danny Bryan, he fought AJ Styles, he fought Goldberg, and he fought for the title. He fought somebody for the championship, I think, at one of them. Okay, so, so let's think, say... But now, if they do the Raw versus SmackDown thing, and this survivor series, Brock not going to be there. I'm pretty sure they'll find a match for him. No, if it ain't against Roman, if it ain't in a top... Pro- it, you, I'm telling you, if, they, if he's not fighting... I'm telling you, they're not going to just throw Brock Lesnar in no match because Brock ain't going to want to be just thrown in no match. Brock, it's Brock, going to have to be a big match is what I'm saying. It's like, it's not if it's not a championship match. It's going to have to be a big caliber match because he's not going to do the the 5-on-5 match. So it has to be something to involve Roman Reigns. He came back and stared down Roman Reigns. There's no Cena... There's nobody else on the SmackDown roster because the draft's not until October. So even if they draft somebody new, they're not going to put Brock in a makeshift feud 
when his feud that he's there for is Roman Reigns. So what's going to have to happen is you either Brock either wins the championship at Saudi Arabia and goes and has Brock versus last year Survivor Series, or Roman and they find a way to beat down Brock Lesnar. They get Bobby Lashley involved somehow at Saudi Arabia because of Saudi Arabia. He helps beat down Brock Lesnar, and then you can transition the story from Roman Reigns to Brock uh, to Bobby Lashley. So then, then when Brock comes back at the Rumble, he can win the Rumble and choose to face Lashley at WrestleMania and beat Lashley for the championship oh. at Mania, and you get your Bobby and Brock match oh. at Mania. I don't think Brock needs to. I don't think Brock needs to win the Rumble to get Lashley. Okay, but I, I'm just saying those are that's that's a, that's a that's a that's a that's one way you can do it. Oh yeah. But as of right now, for them eight matches, look, Saudi Arabia, you're saying Brock don't want to come in. Brock will go for the money, and Brock is going to take a, a three minute pay. Uh, for a eight-minute match to, to, to get $3 million, and he get his own private jet. He ain't going to be traveling with nobody. Brock going to Saudi Arabia this year. He going to do the, the other two Saudi shows next year. So that's three. That's three Oh, so wait. Far. Brock didn't get held hot. He left first, actually. Exactly. He ain't holding up Brock. So that's what I'm saying. He gets the, the one this year in October. Then he gets the two next year. That's, that's three so far. Then you got Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, of next year, and we're going to worry about next year. That's five. You need three more. So well, he'll whatever probably, Brock chooses to do is is he going to choose? He got he got more matches on his contract than Goldberg does. That's all I know. Eight matches in a year so. and a half. Let's hope because because Goldberg come back at Saudi. You know he's coming back. Him and Bobby gonna have that rematch at Saudi, and then Goldberg will probably come back at the Rumble, and he probably well, Goldberg already right else. How many how many matches he he has on his contract? Who? Goldberg. Yeah, he has two a year, but now this might be his third match. No, he has four a year. He has two a year. I thought it he was four. He has two. He No, okay, all right. No, 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 no. The Drew match, after the Drew match is when he signed that contract. No, because what he only had two matches the previous year. After the Drew match when he signed the contract, he was like, all right. Because remember, he wasn't signed, and then, um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Goldberg confusing me, man. Drew, I, 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 after after the, Drew, I'm pretty sure when they called him back to go against Bobby, he signed a new contract because now we've got a, another match coming up in Saudi Arabia. That helped, He already had his two this year. January, Rumble, and SummerSlam. The end. That's, that's why I was thinking after Drew was when he signed it. But, but look, maybe, even even maybe, the year before, not. even even twenty twenty, Goldberg did his he did his Saudi Arabia he did WrestleMania that was it that's his two matches. He did that he did his Saudi Arabia. He did his and then he did his WrestleMania and that was it for Goldberg. Until January, it's two matches. So he had to sign something, and then now because we might go get a third in Saudi Arabia, and then we'll probably go back to two or maybe three, unfortunately, next year. 
Uh, I thought it was four. That's why uh, I was like, that's why I was like, if he fights, you're asking too much for four Goldberg matches. Well, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't care about any of the matches to be honest. With you. I don't Goldberg wrestling interests me not at all. Okay, so it don't even matter. I just say have Randy Orton RKO and retire him. Yeah. Legend killer. That's why Legend he ain't killed. Kill Goldberg. Now let's talk about your boy as we end the show. Your boy Jim Ross. Jim Ross is now, uh, well, according to him, this is his decision to uh, take a step back from the commentary booth well, and focus on interviews and things like well, that. Well, well, unfortunately, that news is false. What is it false? The Jim Ross news is false. He came out and said, I am not doing this. This is the first time I am hearing about this. So, so it's you either did all that dancing for nothing? Yes. It's either somebody either said it prematurely and he wasn't supposed to leak it. I mean, he wasn't, and they weren't supposed to leak it, or he's really not going nowhere, which is sad. I'm going to try to go with the former of what you said. I'm going to try to act like they leaked it early and he's not supposed to say it yet until they announce it or whatever. But if he's really staying on commentary, I did all that for no reason. Look, I'll say this. Jim Ross is about to be 70 years old. I, Jim Ross is still one of the greatest of all time, but he's getting older. And he has not he has not been good in like the past seven years. Is that fair to say? Oh uh, yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, I listen, look, I, I, you know, the New Japan shows hard. I like Bobby the Brain Heaton. I like Vince McMahon. I like Jerry Lawler. There's a lot of people I like. I like Mike Tenay. I like Tony Schiavone. You know, I I liked all those guys. I didn't like Larry Sabisco too much at all, but I like all those guys on commentary. But JR has been the GOAT to me. But when he, the New Japan stuff and all the other things, like, it, he just, he just been off his game. He's getting older. I'm not going to say blame everything on getting older, but he's been off the game a lot. Look, first of all, WWE Dynamite, I was like, well, this, this is it right here. WWE Champion Kenny Omega. WWE <laughs> Champion Kenny Omega. Like, yeah, that, there's some things you just like, yo, bro, I think you, I think you got to check it because I think you get too old. I think you're getting too old. So I'm. I can see that, and they come place a, a nice younger uh, commentator. And first of all, they don't need four or three guys in the first place. You can just have Tony Schiavone and Excalibur do it. I don't think Tony Schiavone is. Tony Schiavone ain't young either to be doing commentary like that. Either. No, but I like Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone is still. You know what? You know what's Kevin Kelly doing? Is he still bring around? Uh, I'm gonna bring. I mean, I, they, I, they need to bring somebody new in, okay? Somebody new that know what they're doing because they try Alice Barbez. So somebody new that knows what they're doing. Got any ideas? I mean, if I can think of some, but at, at the top of my head, no. Mm. Tom Phillips got fired. Bring him in. 
to top oh. Yeah, fine. Why not? Well, what about the guy that the guy that, that they used to do the commentary on Impact? The one who had that match with Scott Steiner. Match with Scott Steiner? Who are you talking about? Jeremy Boyish? Oh, was it was it, was a Boyish? Or, or remember he had like a tag team matchup when Scott Steiner first came back to Impact? Uh, I can't remember. I, I cannot remember. I can't remember. I can't remember that either. But yeah. Uh. Well, look. If Jerry Ross decides to leave, I do understand. But if he doesn't, he got a lot to work on. That's the thing. He thinks because he's Jerry Ross, he doesn't have to do anything. Well, That's the problem. I mean, he does. I mean, I know. I know he tried. To, he tried to stretch that seniority, but he does have work to do. And but because it's like he goes on other podcasts. Saying how stupid, like when they do the dial spot and all that, and he goes and says publicly out loud how stupid his coworkers are. That's you're not supposed to do that. You're right. That really is not good. Like even, even though, though I, I know I had the power spot myself, I wouldn't go do that. Well, yeah, even yeah, even though you know you don't like it, you don't like openly be like, yeah, they're stupid for doing this spot, and I hate this spot. It's like kind of you know you got to work with these people. So, mm-hmm. you know. All right, well, guys, that that's the end of the No Gimmick Seed of Wrestling podcast. Here, glad you guys could join us this week. So, ho- hopefully, uh, next week there'll be uh, we can we can dive in a little bit more. And the podcast won't be late because we can do some catching up this week. So that, that's great. I appreciate all you guys' support. Stay tuned for the two K videos this week as I put them up. Uh, make sure you guys also check out. You know, spaceforly.com, check out all their podcasts. Little Pop, Little Pop Horror Show, both sides. Market Dark Show, doing business with Mark Randall. And check out the Nerd Coalition's content on there, the No Gimme Seed of Wrestling Podcast. Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, Drunk Thoughts, and Nerd Gas from Talk Podcast. Check us out on all the podcast apps such as Spotify, Google Play, Apple, Google, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all that great stuff. Stitcher. Check us out on the, on the segments on YouTube Premium. Especially uh, when uh, the Rewind segments will be coming back when Dark Side of the Ring comes back on September 15th. So I can't wait for that one. Uh, make sure you guys check out the Prime Sasha podcast, which I was on there talking about Michael Jackson. Best video on there. Check out the Prime Conversations where Season 2 is about to start up. And uh, yeah, we about to uh, get, get up on out of here. So... Uh, Make sure you guys take it easy out there and love one another. And, you know, please be safe, especially as these kids start to go back to school. I know mine is about to start to go back to school. My wife's already terrified, but I'm trying to tell you, nothing to worry about. So, well, there's something to worry about, but you can't str- we can't stress over it. But, um, so, once again, this is NC, a place to be church member, saying, and not D.I. Saints for primetime. All right, y'all. Keeping it classic. Keeping it classic. Okay. Gotta work on that one. And Qflow, wherever you're at, take us out. We're bringing nerdgasm to your ears. Welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks, you already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live.
joint with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be, it's in C. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Bathfitter. 